0: conference will now be recorded. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Lyle's Movie Files. I am he, Jeffrey Lyle's. Joining me today, little brother Jace. What's up?
1: What's going on, man? Uh, and and enjoying uh, a nice weekend, so, so let's get to podcasting.
0: Jay King, what's up with you, man?
2: I'm doing well, man. I can't complain. Hopefully, everybody's uh, in the same state as we prepared for What, this East Coast dusting, they're calling for about three inches on our side. You know, not too much snow, but enough to be disruptive in this area. Everybody get some salt and stay safe.
0: And Gunner, what's up with you, man?
2: What's good,
3: what's good? Everything's cool.
0: Perfect. All right, let's jump right into things here. So on Sunday, we had the Golden Globe Awards, and they were quite controversial because Uh, A lot of people had some lock award winners that they just assumed were going to be the case and pretty much none of them happened as planned. So it just left a bunch of turmoil, upheaval and craziness. So uh, I'm going to go with the, with the big upsets. And then I just kind of break down some of the other ones. So in the best motion picture drama category, this is pretty much one of the rare categories where I just felt like there was no loser. There was no way that the, uh, Golden Globe foreign press voters could choose a loser film. That said, there were still some that were a little bit on a higher tier for me than some others. We so it's like, okay, I would be okay if this film wins, but really, you should be looking at these three. So let me break down the nominees for this one. We had Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, A Star is Born, and Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, like I said, I liked all of these movies, but I feel like three are superior than the other ones. Now, fellas, based off of that, I know you all know who won, but which film would you give the the nod to for that that, uh, award?
1: I'm going to go like uh, What's-Your-Face, Issa? I'm going with all the black people. Uh, Black Panther. Or Black Plantsman.
0: Are you going through your papers and your notes while you do that?
1: Yes. Two seconds was. Sorry.
0: Apparently, man, it's like he had he had a lot he had a lot of detailed reports there, Gunner. All mean, right, what's your pick? <laughs> uh,
3: uh, Black Panther, of course. I mean, you know, Issa Rae for everybody black, and you know, Spike Lee's had his time, so it's time for who to get his get his dude. You know, they can only choose
0: one. All right, so Javon, how about you?
2: Uh I'll be honest with you. I as much as I like Black Panther, I know and I knew I knew it wasn't gonna win any Best Picture Awards. I just knew it because they're not ready to embrace any kind of action, any kind of non drama film for being worthy of a nod for Best Picture. If it had to go to anything, Black Klansman or Bill Street, even though I haven't seen Bill Street. The rave reviews it's gotten, but seeing Black Klansman, it was it was funny, it was it was deep, it was it, it touched on everything, you know, and it was it was a good watch. I really felt, and it was one of the best movies I've seen the year, this uh, past year. I felt like it should have won. Um, I didn't see, oh no, I'm not gonna say I didn't see a Star is Born because I saw it. It's just I fell asleep and I didn't care because is like the third time that movie's been remade, and it just doesn't matter what you do with it; it's still gonna be the same story. Um, so I, was like, I
3: was like, we've definitely seen it before, even if you
2: haven't seen this one in the movie. <laughs> right, right. And, and Rhapsody was just okay. I mean, for somebody who was a Queen fan, a Freddie Mercury fan, I was like, okay, this is like most biopics. It's a, it's someone else's account of of the story, and they're telling it through their lens, and they're being really sanitary with the telling of the story. And that's what... To a degree, that's what Bohemian Rhapsody was. I would only love to, I only wish that Freddie Mercury was around to tell, you know, to have any input in that movie. But I thought the best movie of the lot was Black Klansman, of what I've seen. Now, like I said, I haven't seen Bill Street. I'm pretty sure it's a lovely film, but I haven't seen it. But to me, the best of what I had seen was Black Klansmen. I felt like that should have won.
0: Okay. So this is why I had a problem when you guys were going, no, Black Panther doesn't need the the uh, pat on the head award with the most popular Oscar category that they're coming up with. These guys are not going to give a comic book film best picture, maybe in our lifetimes. I just feel like they're going to be so stuffy and try to, try to maintain the sanctity of the art of the Oscars and give an award to the, to a comic book film. We just make them clutch their pearls (laughs) and go, oh, we can't do this. We can't award a blockbuster film. I'm I'm
2: sorry.
0: Award. I'm sorry. So we need that most popular film category because we're never going to get these films that people pay money to go to the the movies to see. It's always going to be these stuffy ones that make maybe $15 million. And people go, have you seen it? Uh, Yeah. To make themselves sound smarter, but don't
1: actually go see it. Okay, Jeff, you, but in that Jeff, case, nobody, I mean, they, nobody watched the Oscars. I mean, it's like the Oscars are dying, so if you want to continue what's no, happening.
0: no one's so, watching
1: the Oscars because uh,
0: what, or the, people or don't the feel the need to go much. see these movies that these critics who are out of touch are saying, these represent film. These are the top of the top. These are what everybody needs to see. And I'm not going to argue that those movies aren't worth seeing, but at the same token, they can't have this priority over films that are like Black Panther, especially, that are well-made, tell a good story, have good acting, and also have good action that covers all these things that the Academy Awards should celebrate, not dismiss because it's a comic book film.
1: Well, oh. that's then they're going to continue to put the, the good movies like Black Panther, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh... All those movies, they're going to have those in the highlight package of great movies for a year, but you'll never mm-hmm. see, like, actually care about the movie that actually won uh, Best Picture five years ago, because it's going to be some stuffy film that, like you said, nobody went and saw. And that's just going to continue to trend until they actually get a whole new voting body. Yeah.
2: So, well, that know. if you're preserving the artistry of the Oscars itself, and it's historic, it's whatever. You might. It, I wonder, is that before after you decided to make Seth MacFarlane the host and have his two biggest uh, creations tell fart jokes during the uh, right. presentations? It's like, come on. You they can't don't
0: care who the host is. I mean, Kevin Hart's not exactly known for highbrow comedy. Of course. They're trying to appeal to the mass audience by getting these popular people, but it's not those that's movies the that are going to get those awards. Well, that's like, the point. Watch or show to watch a like, like, Stephen right. or Kevin Hart, but we're not going to give a film that you actually went to see in the theater. I mean, all of us have seen Black Panther, but not all of us have seen the other films that were nominated for that category. Right. I think that just but the, but, to, uh to the problem with these awards in general.
2: But that in itself is the point. I mean, you're trying to draw a gate, but at the same time, you're... <laughs> it, it, you're, you're you're drawing gate with the attraction, but yeah, it's like okay, we got Captain EO. Here's his Michael Jackson's ride, but there's no Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? It's like okay, mm-hmm. what am I watching here? If I, I I haven't seen any of these movies, I don't care about any of this stuff. Why I'm only watching to see the host?
0: Did and you watch the take, Golden Globes?
2: Uh, barely. And yeah.
0: Gunner, did you watch them?
3: Of I not I don't watch Golden Globes or Emmys. Ever since the I don't watch the Emmys. I don't watch the Golden Globes. You know why? The Wire was never nominated. I'm still holding that against all. Never. And that because, was the best show on TV for three years Artful people that are on Facebook now saying, of course, Black Panther didn't win because we celebrate the art of whatever, whatever, and just screwing every single production person in that movie that made more money than any of these artful journalists ever made, by the way. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm still pissed about The Wire. So I'm always going to be annoyed by the contradiction of let's get this jokester jokester host that has never been in one of these artful quote unquote movies.
2: Never that, will be,
3: and never and well maybe I wouldn't go that far. I mean, look at uh Steve Carell, but you know what I mean. Like never be in these these artful movies or whatever. And you guys don't know what you're talking about, even though you've seen every piece of these movies and all this stuff. And even though Black Panther is literally every, like put together every movie that they. have Black Panther and other movies alike have been put together in a way that, you know, kind of checks all the boxes of all the Academy Award movies that have ever won or nominated. I mean, people were like, well, not an action movie. Okay, describe Hell or High Water. Right. I that nominated for something. I mean, you know what I mean? Or at least the action for right. you know what I mean? And tell me that wasn't also an action movie. Like, come on. Right. <laughs> Hell or High <laughs> Water know? was an
2: action movie,
3: period. And it was, and it was a damn good one.
2: It was a good one. You can't tell
3: me that I can't judge this as a good action movie, or this as a good drama, or this as a good family drama movie, which also Black Panther was. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and Mm -hmm. this was a good cinematography. This Mm -hmm. was good everything else. And then look at Black Panther and be like, no way, we can't do that. That's snooty. That's snobby, and that's really annoying. Like cinematography
1: and just when he was in, (laughs) uh, I guess uh, when he was seeing Ancestors, it's like tell me that didn't actually like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, just, I mean, like for stuff like that, like director, like this is somebody who had to actually kind of create a whole world and do something unique. How is that not better than somebody? I mean, and I don't know who I'm sure Jeff will will, will discuss it later who won best director, but it's like that they, they is somebody who made a a very unique world and a very compelling story. And you guys don't they didn't even probably, you might have nominated them, but just like, eh, it, it, it doesn't, you wanna... doesn't go to our highbrow movie. And I think right. one of the funny things is going to be when they try and do this hostless Oscars, it's like, because this time, now you're like, okay, we saw the at Black, if Black Panther, or one of the popular movies doesn't win anything in any pre-award season. It's like, okay, so now you don't have my lowbrow host that I might think will make crack a good funny joke or two. And I know my favorite movie is not going to win anything. Well, I definitely, I'm not going to waste three hours of my life on a Sunday night to watch you guys pat yourself on the back and not even uh, acknowledge the stuff that I think is actually good. So I think they'll figure out, like, we really have to change this after, probably after this award. Jay's
0: they they have had an opportunity to change this ever since Dark Knight. When Dark Knight it, was not nominated for sure Best Picture in 2008, uh-huh. I mean, that was 11 years ago. They've
2: had... Nothing's months. changed.
0: they changed it. When Avengers changed. made all that money in the box office, when it was the number three highest grossing film of all time, nothing, they brought, they trotted out the Avengers stars at the Academy Awards to be like, hey, look, we remember they were in the highest, the third highest grossing movie ever. We didn't nominate it for Jack, but hey, here you go. And I mean, that's just how they roll. And so this is nothing new with Black Panther. And I know you guys are like, no, Black Panther deserves more than a pat on the head. But Black Panther deserves an Oscar for being the most popular film. Mission Impossible Fallout deserves a nomination for most popular film. Avengers I don't Infinity like War. Deserves, but it's... but You
3: know what we should do instead? Let's make sure that we have representations let's do the best asian movie let's do the best black movie no. let's do the best
1: gay movie. i'm ta- i'm it's just talking about pop they'll, cause cause they'll because they'll put the all that theme. other
0: stuff in those categories so like they won't put crazy rich asians because it's too funny it's not enough it's not serious enough they won't put that in there they won't put a, a, a film too. huh you know what
3: i mean There's- that's that's kind of like them justifying like we can't put these popular movies in there even though the popular movies are the ones that are actually doing the diversity work that these other movies are not doing but well, really I honestly would rather
0: watch those films movie. get an award than to get screwed over by some stuffy film that – so Black Panther came out in February. And since February, I've been championing Black Panther for every possible award. And yeah. I've had – Michael B. Jordan is like, hey, this Joker needs to be the supporting actor. Everybody else after him is second, third, fourth, fifth place. It doesn't did matter. It did he get No, he didn't. And that's yeah, that's, that was ridiculous.
1: But I don't yeah. want to have the award either. Exactly, because that's the thing about
2: it. You're never going to get taken seriously if you're willing to accept. You don't get the pat taken on the head.
0: seriously now.
2: That's so no here's the, the thing. Why, why you have, have to change the, the narrative. First. So why would you that take the award that's the pat changed. on the head? You don't take, the, you why, why don't take the pat on the head if you want to be taken seriously. You don't take okay. it. I would never award.
0: nominate Mission Impossible Fallout for anything. Like it yeah. would not be a best picture nominee and we can all watch it and go, Oh, that was great. And people say that's one of the greatest action movies. Yeah, ever.
2: I, get, I get it totally. But here's the thing. You're not going to nominate me for the award. I should be rightfully nominated before. Then don't create oh, a I pat on pretty the pretty head pretty category pretty because you know bad. what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the, I'm going to have the audacity to not even walk up there to accept it. Screw you, your bullshit uh, 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 category. You give it to somebody else who's willing to take the step back. I'm not taking a step down because I deserve to be right up there with Daniel Day Lewis winning whatever award that he's winning. I'm not taking a step down. I'm not going to allow you to marginalize me like that. That has to be the stances taken, or else we're going to be here talking about this in 2025. Okay. I, 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 like I, I mean, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold, hold, up,
0: hold up, hold up. I want to get Chief's take on this. All right, Chief. So we've been debating back and forth about this whole uh, best picture category and how. Uh, the Golden Globes, Black Panther did not get the win for Best Motion Picture Drama. Do you think that they need to create this most popular film category or just watch the films that everybody pays to go see in the movie theaters, get a a token nomination that's a real pat on the head because they don't expect it to win anyway, or get an award that they actually stand a chance of winning?
4: Uh, You know, I don't like do 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 the people who actually do these films do they care like like yeah. what i'm saying is this like do you go in when you do a film or whatever do you care like we like you like i don't know if i would care if i did a film if it didn't get a. because i mean here's the thing none of those movies ever went anyway and who like what's the standard anyways you know what i mean like You remember when you, when we were young and they used to have the source magazine and -hmm. then the source would determine what was hot. Right. But in the office, who the hell is the source? Like who the hell is the golden gloves? Who, Who cares? Like who, why do we need someone to justify if that was a damn good movie or not? The 1 billion, the money speaks for itself. They won the money category and nothing else matters. You win that money category. It doesn't matter what the rest of it is. Like, I've never paid attention to the Golden Globes. I've never paid attention to the Academy Awards. I never... It doesn't... Because I like to see what I like. And most of the time, those artsy-farty films win anyways that I've never even seen any time. So I've never gotten that because my, 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 my movie didn't get a nomination or this didn't happen, that didn't happen. Because none of the movies I watch are nominated anyway. Like, who... Like, that's never happened. Like, I've never seen... Like I knew Black Panther wasn't going to get anything. I don't even, I never even walked in under the impression that Black Panther was going to get some awards. So that never fooled me. So when it didn't win anything, I wasn't like, oh, Black Panther lost, or they didn't get nominated. Or, I mean, we knew, we knew, you knew, we knew. We never like, but like I always say, the money speaks for me. I don't get any awards at work when I do a hell of a job. But you know what happens? the money speaks for me. You give me overtime, let me do my work, I'm fine. So whether Black Panther didn't win, this didn't win, uh, several billboards hanging up won, you know what? Okay, that's what's going to happen. But we know, we know who everybody came out to see, what movies came out to see. It's always the money speaks for the movie for me. So I'll show up to your little ceremony and I'll drink you know, get in my suit high and, and eat the free meal and get the get the they get some nice gifts over there at the award Show. Oh the gift basket love. The, the, you get a, a breedling and all that, you know? <laughs> right, right. The gift basket is love. I'll come out and I'll get the gift basket and I'll get the love for the for whatever. And then I'll go home and, and I'll party. sit back and <laughs> you know, it is what it is for me.
3: I don't know man i guess you know what and and i'll admit this part too was like you know being somebody who studies this art on his own you know what i mean and then you know you know couple that with journalism and just me being a fan of movies in general right like just the, the the sheer thought of culminating all these pieces together to create what we know as a movie that's so simple to audiences but knowing how hard it is to actually do it and then to sell it to a distributor and then to do, you know what I mean? I mean, hell, you needed an award just for the perseverance to do that, right? I know the money is probably part of that award, but when you don't get the money, it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll get the award. Oh, I don't get the award either. I think part of it for me is also coming from an old career where some of those awards actually do mean something and mean money too. You know what I mean? You throw it out on your resume and there you go, oh, right? I'm just going piggybacking off of your work example, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like my old career. You know what I mean. I'm just like, and when you don't get it, and you see why you don't get it, and you see the people who do get it, and you're like, oh, well, that makes sense too. And it just, it's infuriating. So I know I'm taking some of that into our argument here, but
0: no, Gunnar, you're absolutely movement. right because yeah, like Ryan Coogler, I mean his career is set now, but. He can sit back with that Academy Award for Best Director, Thank Best you. Picture for the rest yeah. of his career. And that'll be, that'll be how they'll introduce him. Oscar Award winning, Academy Award winning director, Ryan Coogler. And they'll put the asterisk Black Panther. But that will be like his, the pinnacle of his Dude. career, right? And yeah. he can do multiple Gene ones, Robert... but they will. Because
2: not for, cause not for Cause nothing, like Robert... you just say it, Jeff. They've been eating like certain people won that Academy Award for roles yeah. of that they like. Mr. Oscar Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei. What else has she been good at?
0: I, I use I was used Gwyneth Paltrow to as an example of Marissa
2: Tomei. Right. I watched Marissa Tomei in
0: a movie. Gwyneth Paltrow just is just lucky that she's in the Avengers film. I'm
2: just, I'm just using her as an example. I'm just using her as the so thing. Julia Roberts,
3: yeah. the one from pain a prostitute a Pretty Woman. It was very simple. It was a simple right. role. The end. Right. I'm still going way back there, man.
2: And right. you know, you know, some of these are passing cases. Yeah, does Angela Bassett health. have Academy Award winning next to her name? No, she oh, they
0: should. should, but she she's should. also one of those people who we kind of like. Okay. Oh yeah, she should have one, but it, it's the whole thing where it's like they they get a certain amount of of. Of extra attention and credibility and just money. for having that award. Money,
1: oh, money. Especially for people that. who are young, Forrest
0: like Whittaker Ryan Coogler Whittaker. or Michael B. Jordan, Chadwick mm-hmm. Bozeman. If they get Forrest that Whittaker. Academy Award, they can also demand more money. Forrest Whitaker I got... to
2: pick and choose my roles. In Scotland,
0: yeah. It, it opens it. up so much more for them just for having that award. Being good in a movie is great, but if you have that Academy Award, it's like, like a Ph.D., oh okay well you must be a great well, actor. you gotta get more money
3: not even that yeah, exactly. you have an academy award it translates to more money you don't yeah. think dude forrest whitaker probably got a heck of a lot more money just like the stars did as opposed to um O'Bro oh, who play siri right you know what i mean i mean sure there are other factors involved but think about that like the, you know what i mean they kind of have an even role as far as like the supporting cast right they're supported on this tier
0: but
2: mm-hmm.
3: I'm pretty sure an Academy Award winner got a hell of a lot more money than than the other supporting people on that same tier. You know what and I mean? So that, Darren
0: Howard was right. He got more money yeah. than Robert Downey Jr. because he was nominated for an Academy Award. Nominated. So yeah, it, all, but, it, perhaps, it all trickles down to all this. I mean, it's that, that money for having yeah. that award or the nomination, in his case, gives you more money. It,
4: yes, <laughs> it translates. So, yeah, but let, so let me ask you like, yeah. You guys are talking about the money, but mm-hmm. if, are we talking? Are we talking our money? Or are we talking their money? Like, so if you're <laughs> ten... well, me check. Well,
1: I mean, the truth
4: is, right, like right. if you are if you are
1: best director, Academy Award winner, studios will come to the director with more money and with bigger budgets. Mm-hmm. For their passion projects,
4: not just now their you, super fun. Now actually. you in that twenty million dollars
2: mm-hmm. a movie range. Now you're talking You've that twenty million pick in, range.
4: You got to know going in doing a black film or a adventure film that they're not going to nominate that film. I mean, that's just sure. what it is. It that's doesn't, how America so works. So what I'm.
0: Well, Spike Lee kind of bucks that. There've been people that buck that tradition. It's just much harder. Like Quentin Tarantino's won oh. two Oscars. That dude's career is set. No matter how whack some of his movies are. Go ahead, Chief. I'm sorry.
4: No, I mean just fine. I'm just saying that if you want to do, if if the awards are what you at, or what you, what you want, if that's what you go in for, then has a the money's well let's just say that the money's going to open up more projects anyway you you direct you to direct a a film that makes money because that's bottom line the 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 movie places they they want to make money so whether you want Academy award or not and they see that your films that you direct have made money you're got you've got a job so Mm -hmm. maybe at that point you can pick and choose what films if you want to go artsy and you want to go for the award then you 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 pick a a direct a film to direct that you know that is going to win that award you know that certain films aren't going to do that you have to pick a certain type of film to win a certain a certain award or or the award that you think that film should get but you know you know
2: know what's crazy about that you know you know what's crazy about that though Eddie Murphy said this on a st actor studio, what was he on there, like 12 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody on here knows, and anybody listening knows, you can only name a handful more a- actors, actresses in Hollywood who've made as much money for Hollywood as Eddie Murphy.
0: Maybe Tyler Perry, who makes a lot of uh, money and has done trash right. movies.
2: He really did. it. He he was trash movies. Eddie Murphy said this about that. Yeah, I've made a lot of Hollywood money, but I don't have a lot of Hollywood acclaim. And what that acclaim does for you is help you pick and choose the roles you want. Your phone is never off the hook when you've won an Academy Award. Even if you fall from grace, there's he still a possibility. Never off, the hook. never off the hook. Your phone is never off the hook. Like nobody's never not ringing your phone. You know, right, you right. always got a call, right? And he you said that His some...
0: problem was he, he had Dream Girls, which put him in the real spotlight. He, he followed up he with still... Orbit.
2: But you see, that's the thing. He said that too. He said, you know, I was so disheartened by my loss in Girls, I finally got recognized for something, and mm-hmm. here it is once again. I'm, I'm, I'm. The, you know, that's the the nature of the institution. He said something to that uh, degree, and it was like, okay, well, I guess this is just what I do. I guess you're never gonna give me that respect. I'm never gonna get that respect from Hollywood. I so, say, did,
1: but did Robin Williams ever? I mean, like once he started his switch from comedy. He never got recognized for any of the good dramas. He did. Probably. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sorry. More uh, in Vietnam. More but in Vietnam it was, that clown. He played the, uh,
3: the clown doctor dude. Yeah. yeah but he had to stop doing
1: any more comedy moves. He couldn't, I mean, he had to be I mean, like, he could do the occasional, what was it? A uh, night at the museum, but it had mostly the, good Will hunting?
0: I mean, he, I don't know, man. I think he uh, was, he was able to do all kinds of things. And people respected him as an artist. And an actor, either way. But Eddie Murphy but probably has back. been labeled as a comedic guy who does yeah. dumb stuff.
3: But it seems like Robin Williams couldn't go But back he got that started. chance. Robin so Williams go got back. that
2: chance to do it, though. That's the thing about mm-hmm. it. He got the chance to do it. Um, For what it's worth, Robin comedy. Williams was a coked... Well, no, to do... He got a chance to do drama. Robin Williams, oh. for what it's worth, had been known for being the coked-up comic from Walking Mindy. Eddie Murphy at that point of Dreamgirls had what two successful like billions billions made in Hollywood successful mm-hmm. franchises three,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? So, I mean that that it's just a rough way to go. I guess you having that having that title next to your name, Academy Award winning mm-hmm. for what it's worth, that does something for your career. It that does. does. I don't something. care what
3: career you have. I'm still Mm -hmm. putting my own crap in there,
2: sorry. But, you know,
3: I don't care what career you have. You put that asterisk right there. I won X award. That gives you more, that translates to more money. That translates to more, I mean, acclaim. Now, did I go and design a page and every page I thought, hey, this is going to win an award. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, of course not. But at the same time, if it's submitted, if it's gone to a certain motions, if you're going through the certain motions and you're in that, that, that career where, okay, this could actually win an award, it's in the back of your head especially when people around you, and this is Hollywood we're talking about too, yeah. people around you are getting these awards. And you're like, well, it's hard for it to, just to answer your question, Chief, it's hard to not think about it. I don't think I you're going in thinking like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'm going to try to win this award, and make this movie and make this money and get this award. But I, I can't say it's not going to be part of your psyche as you're your editing the movie, at least, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's just there, especially
1: when people around you are winning.
3: You know, you got, a, yeah, you got like, Academy Award winners in your movie. Like you can't not think about it,
1: right? You know what I mean? So I don't know. It just well, like seems Brian, like, like Bryan Cranston's or uh, what's his name, uh, John Han. Like when they were going back, I mean, like if say Breaking Bad never wins an award, okay. is it really revered as much as it is now? Like everybody be like, oh, that that, oh, yeah. that show got snubbed. Like if Mad Men were what they ended their seasons the exact same times and never got an award. If The Americans nah, never gets now an award, the Wire.
2: Cause it's yeah, never I mean, wired. like, great show yeah. never got nominated.
1: So it's like, if you're, so if you're a director, and you're great, and I'm, I never get an award, I don't even, I barely get the Academy Award nominee three times. Like, if you're Ryan Coogler, it's like, do you understand how much I could be setting the terms of my, just getting in the meeting by just saying, well, they can i can was not nominated not an award, award winner? So they
0: like, can that,
4: that's where the money comes in to make oh, those you. projects. Okay. Gardner, wasn't Football Nation wasn't Football
0: Nation um, um nominated Station, or No, something, no but, he was he was starting to make his move for everything. I'm pulling it up. Because you know I don't like to be one of those people just saying stuff to say it. Um okay. let's see. It was not nominated for any Oscar. It should have been. That was what I was pulling for when I was voting too. It's one of those deals where He has always been on the cusp. He's got a movie. He puts it out. It's great. People are like, oh, it's so good. And it's always on that maybe six or seven slot out of the nomination table. So it's like, oh, man, if there was like an honorable mention, he'd be on there. Same deal with Creed. I mean, I don't care what people say. I mean, they watched Creed and nominated Sylvester Stallone for Best Supporting Actor and Best Screenplay. So it's not like people didn't watch the movie. But I don't know how you can watch Creed and go, man, his directing is not good. Or Michael B. Jordan, eh, he's okay. But Sylvester Stallone, he's the one that's pulling this movie together. I don't know how you do that. And I don't know how you can watch oh, Black Panther I mean, and go, wow, okay. Um, yeah, this is okay, but I really like this movie about uh this queen and I like uh Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a made up story of a queen, but I like that more. I mean, I just those are the problems I have. So let's let's move on to another category. Anyway, for that best motion picture drama, for those of you who did not see bohemian rhapsody one and that's like gunner said pretty much a fictional take on queen it follows the biopic narrative and it's entertaining and it's got queen songs so it's hard not to like but yeah i would have gone black panther on that one uh let me go on to another category before i go to one i know gunners want to talk about a lot best performance by an actress in a motion picture Glenn Close the wife Lady gaga Stars born Nicole Kidman Destroyer, Melissa McCarthy, can you ever forgive me, and rosamond Pike for a private war have you guys seen any of these films
1: Nope
4: negative
0: Chief, I know you've seen' them, right
4: that's that's a no I, that, that that's my that's my point like nobody like sometimes. Uh, someone wins the popular vote, but sometimes the electoral gets you in. I'm just saying <laughs> mm-hmm. that this is this is what it is. Like you can win the money, everybody can go see your film, rave about what kind of film it is. But these like these films. Oh, my fault. Yeah, these films that you see are the ones that that get in that no one has seen that no one has seen. So like, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like you going into a system. Or you're getting judged by a system that really has no there's no there's no written rules to this system. It's just people go in and be like, oh yeah, you know what? We're gonna go see that movie, we like it, we're gonna we're gonna doesn't matter. Like there's no there's no rules to picking. And why people get mad and you know, things are like that, but there's no rules. There's there's you know, people it's almost like when they vote for the, the Hall of Fame. The fans want one person. The people who are picking the actual Hall of Fame people pick somebody else. You're like, uh, all right. You know, it's it's what it is. You can't you know you know what I mean? Like to get upset over it, it is just the way it is. Like, just be glad that the people that you do like are doing these films that are popular so they can continue to work. You can't continue to see your favorite actor or actress in these um these different movies, because you know, if it was up to the people who picked the movies, you wouldn't see like we'd all be watching uh, the Notebook.
0: I like the Notebook, Chief.
2: Notebook wasn't terrible. <laughs> but where, but where does it change? That's the thing about it. I mean, we get it. It, it, it. It's the way it is, right? And there's no written there's no written rules, but they're all rules. You can't be too much for minority. You know what I mean? They're all rules. But where does well, rules- right, yeah? Where does it hey, change?
0: To your point, so I'm looking through the best performance by an actress, and the and Golden Globes breaks it up because they have a drama category, and they have a musical or comedy. So that doubles the chances for a more diverse makeup of nominees. So mm. in that best actress, guess how many are not white?
2: What, one? Zero. Zero? Zero. Zero one. Gina King won something, didn't she?
0: Chief, what, what's your take, man? You, you got any nominees who are not white in this best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical comedy, or drama? I don't know. I, I,
4: I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't go through these. I don't go I through do these. As best.
0: Constance? I'm going to go with
4: whatever – yeah, I'm gonna go whatever you guys go with cause, you know, I trust your judgment. I, I don't know. I don't I don't watch a movie. When I watch a movie, I watch the movie. I've never watched a movie for the actors unless the acting was bad. You know what I mean? Like uh with Elizabeth Berkeley and uh Showgirls. You know, you could just be like, hey, ah, yeah, this
2: is horrible. That movie was beautiful. Than, <laughs> that movie was terrible. <laughs>
0: it was it was, was, <laughs> was, was, was between bad movie, it? That
2: movie was beautifully but, bad.
4: I mean, acting. I've seen a lot of
0: movies in Showgirls.
4: Of course. Of I'm not course. saying the movie. I'm saying the acting, the movie was okay in itself. The acting, at God. times, was downright <laughs> bad. That's what it's I'm embarrassing, saying. You know, I mean, I feel like eh, it's just Jesse.
0: I don't know. I guess everybody agreed Chief, yeah. because she didn't get much of anything after that. So.
3: Yeah, well, that's what I'm from saying. Jesse Spano me... to, like, straight, like, let me just show you my, my coots. It's a soft, cold Good. porn. yeah and, yeah, ter- yeah. and so, you couldn't even I, do I, that I, right. You couldn't even do that right. Did you see that pool scene? I'm like, damn, you can't even
4: pretend that. Uh, okay, so it, is acting acting. it was bad okay. acting. Okay. It, was anyway. it wasn't great.
0: So for this, for this category, there was one, Constance Wu for Crazy Rich Asians. So out of 10 nominees, they had one minority. She did not win, in case you were curious. Of course not. Of course not. Now it's a little bit better on let me see. let's see what it's like on the male category. All right, so there's one, two, that's good. Uh three. So three in the in the male categories. Uh John David Washington, uh Rami Molik, and uh Lynn Manuel Miranda. So oh yeah. At least we're mixing things up a little bit better. Then we go to the best performance by a supporting role actress in any kind. Regina King wins for If Beale Street Could Talk. She beat out Amy Adams, Claire Foy, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weisz for The Favorite. I really think that they need to stop cheating with The Favorite, though, because I don't like that both Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone are nominated because I feel like that's a lazy nomination tactic. Oh, we'll just nominate both of them. They were so good. Pick one. Open up the the floodgates or somebody else because Black Panther really should have someone represented in that supporting actress category. That's my not mm-hmm. so hot take, but I mean, come okay, on. Jeff.
1: Like, yeah. um, no, I guess this this that was actually one of my issues. Like, if if you what was it, what was it? Uh, Dark Knight had some, some something that had like two best support. It was like it should, it, the best night. Like, best Dark Knight should have had, like three people for best supporting. It's like, all right, you should have Aaron Eckhart and, uh, gosh, who's my man, uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, it was like, I mean, like, but that was like, if they had had those two nominated, I wouldn't say they're doubling up. It's like, no, nah, they were both phenomenal. I didn't So if they think added, they should, there's a chance when it's phenomenal, they should
0: have them I didn't think, them think the in. favorite was that good that they should have put both of them in there. Honestly, okay. I probably would have gone with somebody else entirely and, and not have either one of them on there. But I'm one of the few that didn't love the favorite like a lot of critics, so take that for what you will. Uh, Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali won for Green Book, Timothy Shalala, beautiful boy kid, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me?, and Sam Rockwell for Vice uh so the best supporting actors this is probably a strong indication of where the academy awards are going to go i think some of these other ones because of the multiple categories are a little bit more of a toss-up but i think we could very well see the oscars wrap up with ali and king as the best supporting actor and actresses that's cool uh now let's talk on the controversy so green book one for best screenplay Best important actor, like I just said, and best motion picture musical or comedy. So, Green Book, now I'm just going to preface this right away by saying that I like Green Book. I thought the movie was entertaining and fine. Now, when you start going into all the behind the scenes stuff, it's kind of like eh, it's a little sticky and little like, uh, maybe we shouldn't go for a film that has all this stuff behind the scenes with it. Um, because Harry Balafonte said, hey, the movie's right, uh, the family's tripping. I don't know about the Shirley family details, but I think it's kind of weird that, and I think in some cases maybe the family is is estranged and just wants in on the hype or whatever. So that could be a possibility. But then you have one of the co-writers of the film uh, tweeting that, hey, I believe this guy in the White House. And that all Muslims were celebrating after 9-11. That's also problematic. And uh, it's just so many, like, "Eh," things with the film. And then you have the director, Peter Farley, who has to now apologize for exposing himself. There are a bit too many problems with this movie. Gunnar, I know you have lots of thoughts on Green Book. What do you think about it? Well is, this your dummy of the week? And, well, is this your dummy of the week, and you want to save it for later?
3: Not at all. But let's okay. let's uh, uh, let me let me run down the list of things right. that I find wrong. That you know, okay, the whole you know, director of Muslim, you know, look, or was that director he's a, he's no a writer. He's a writer. writer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: One of three dude's
3: son, yeah. right? Yeah, dude's son, or it was just like whatever, whatever. I don't remember which one it was because it didn't really matter it's to me because Sun. it was par for the course, par for the course to me. I don't really, um, you know what I mean? I, I, I care, but you know what I mean? I'm like, that's part of the mm-hmm. course. I didn't expect that. You have a whole bunch of people who are not black writing about something that is black. And well, how about this? I understand that this is the story of the driver, right? And the mm-hmm. son wanted to throw that in there. But it is irresponsible to not get the other side when you depend on the other side to tell the story, right? So why would you never talk to the family? I mean, this whole... Green Book, the fact the title alone is mistitled, but if you're going to use it, you should is at gonna, least acknowledge in,
0: in fairness to everything, they change titles up for movies all the time based on... No, I understand is. that. Yeah. No, I completely so it understand. So may not even it's be the people who are And did you know Octavia Spencer was an executive producer of the film? I didn't oh, know. I know. I'm getting Sunday. on her. Oh, I'm okay.
3: getting on her. That actually might be my dummy of the week, quite frankly. Um, we'll see. But no. uh, And then she's going to, of course, you know, defend it because she is the executive producer of the film. So I'm like, that's fine. You know, you got to protect your money and protect your coin. But, you know, I grew up in a country where I'm black first, so I'm going to be black first. And I'm going to not the whole, you know, you know, uh, we're not all, you know, one thinking one one way. But at the same time, if you're going to if we're going to go back in time to where white writers are telling black stories and you're going to defend it, that seems problematic Mm -hmm. to you get what I mean? So I'm, I'm done with Octavia Spencer on that on that accord. I hope she continues to act because I enjoy her when she acts. Anyways, so yeah, like going back to what I was saying, Green Book is mistitled, it it barely showed it, and then apparently he went off course, so why even present it, and why even make it such the headlining part of the movie? You know, I know why. To attract black people to see this movie that white writers made, telling our stories, which I cannot stand anymore. We don't need that anymore. Um, and if they're going to do it, please get the input from the other side that you depend on, like I said in the beginning of this, that you depend on the storyline. You know what I mean? Like, so Maheshul Ali had to like, apologize to the family, whether you know, the family's doing their thing, you know, doing their Prince family, family thing or Jackson family thing, fine, whatever. But at the same time, they still didn't get their input. That seems to be the running story, and no one's defending that. The end. In fact, they're all just saying, well, this is my dad's story. That's their defense. And, you know, everybody from everybody saying they weren't really that good friends. So why even tell this falsehood? You get what I mean? This, this probably shouldn't have been a, based off a true story. It should have been like, hey, we just made this thing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, come on. I, you know, I like, keep reading
0: different things about that in terms of their actual friendship. Um, the people who uh, don't have ties to the family who are black said they were friends. And people, I mean, it seems like there's most of the opposition from the film is coming from the family. And I kind of feel like an actor like Mahershala Ali probably tried to reach out to the family because I can't imagine if their family and relatives who are around and like repping the dude that they would be like, no, Mahershala, you can't talk to us about our daddy. I just kind of feel like that's probably not the case. And I don't know if they're 100% sincere but I kind of have enough of a question on them, but there are other parts that I agree with you on that, you know, that there's no explanation for, or no kind of like backtracking and apologizing for but the family. I think there's enough of a cloud that I'm kind of some questions with them.
3: Well, my question is why I didn't, uh, you know, like I said, there, like I said, in a whole nother segment of this show, the amount of crap that has to happen to create a movie, you couldn't go and vet the, you know, talk to the family to make sure they need it. To at least legally, if I'm gonna be malicious or whatever, you know, if I'm gonna consciously do this and just create this thing, which I don't think they are, which is worse. Um, consciously like, yo, I'm just gonna create this thing and not really do anything with the family. Would you even at least like cover your ass and say it's totally CYA? And say, let me just talk to the family to make sure they're good, make them sign this non disclosure and go from there, right? You know what I mean? Like, people do that. I'm going to sell the rights to my family stuff. You know, I'm going to sell the
0: rights but to- do you worry we're family stuff? Maybe you talk to one family representative who got yes. paid and said, yes, yes, everything's good. And then the rest of yes. the family was like, no, that's not good.
3: But that's not what happened. Apparently, no one was reached out to. So that's my point. Like, there was a complete blind spot in creating this thing. And just on the previews alone, my whole like instincts just was like, this is going to be a movie I do not want to see. And it was a white savior film, and because it was written by three white dudes, so I'm like, <laughs> just I mean, I'm going to be, be Arkham's razor be, about
1: it.
0: I would definitely if I'm be, be Arkham's Arkham razor
1: Ranger.
3: about it. I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, he, he they don't play it out like white savior for real because he he's not set up that way at all. Um,
3: and in any case, I'm good on this movie. I'm not going to give no any white right. writers any money to tell a black story or at least half of one.
0: Okay. Fair point. Let's move on to something a little bit lighter <laughs> before we get into the big topic that I want to get into on this one. So, Larry Hammer is a comic book writer who is kind of responsible for me getting into comic books. He's the guy who wrote every issue of G.I. Joe, except for maybe one. Uh, so he's done it for about 250 issues now. But he, he's just like my go-to when it comes to comic books. He's my gateway guy. So he posted on Facebook the other day, is anybody else bothered when in a movie, the hero takes out heavily armed bad guys and doesn't scrounge up their weapons and ammos? I, I notice
3: that every now and then. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like hey why are you out of ammo that dude had a gun that literally looked like your gun literally sure. is your
2: gun what well, was better than your gun and you didn't just take his or you didn't take that like in a video game
0: yeah like the hero has a pistol and the guy he shoots has a machine gun and he walks over the machine
1: gun hey. that's <laughs> the <that's laughs> way John Wick so smart John Wick yeah, smart. Exactly. I see your ammo check Make new gun yeah, the dude wasn't even just
0: taking guns. He was taking ammo from the guns after he would kill him. I was like, man, he looked like the smartest dude I've seen in an action movie in a very, very long time.
2: Mm-hmm. Just making it real, because I'm gonna tell you something that I, I've rarely seen in action movies is anybody changing a clip. Like,
0: <laughs> like John the, never,
2: his name, the, never the never ending did. Don, Don Wick, yeah. Did. yeah. John Wick definitely did. Yeah. Because there's a hint of realism in that movie. I mean, I, I've seen action movies where the star, like what was, I forget the Steven Seagal joint, when he never changed the clothes. All of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Every movie. Was that Under Siege, where he had the same uh Dude,
1: they the all same,
2: blend, like, man. Oh my God, they all blend. Was it they the train blend?
3: or the or the boat? Which one are you talking <laughs>
2: about? Before he had, got fat and started wearing moos and, uh, and Native Americans print smocks. Before he start wearing the uh, Azteca print right. smocks, yeah, ass, he, yeah, um, I, I'm sorry, it's hilarious. It is, yeah, it, but true. Mm.
0: Okay, Tell so I, I just I, that that just came up, and I was like, yes, that is absolutely true. I mean, when I'm playing a video game, I don't step over the guns that have more ammo than the one I'm using. It's just a and. basic technique. I
3: remember when Streets of Rage started doing that double dragon and Streets of Rage, man. You were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick
4: up this bottle." What? Exactly.
0: What? I mean, it's just mm-hmm. basic common sense. Oh, I can hit you with my fist, or I can hit you with this bottle,
4: well, or brass bat. Yeah, the bat. I,
0: I was always like, "Why is a bat breaking, man? Come on." It <laughs> <it's bad? laughs> right. Because you're hitting somebody <laughs> in the head with a bat. Of course. It's I mean, breaking. come on, man. This this Louisville slugger isn't getting broken after you hit somebody. To t- ten times, it's all good. Okay, I'm excited about this news. We're getting a new final de- destination. Final destination six is coming, and even better, it's being written by some Saw writers. What do you think, fellas? Chief, you you on board with this one?
4: Uh, no. I mean, <clears throat> hey, all that stuff is ran its course. Final, another final destination. I mean. Like do they do they go and find death and attack death directly this time? I mean, it's it's, certain things when you when you're a teenager, I guess you can go back and watch. Um, you know, but after a while, I mean, Hostel, Saw, Final Destination, uh, what's the other thing that's ran itself out with the uh, uh, Assassin's no. no, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil the, 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 the Raccoon, the Raccoon Corps Incorporation. Resident oh, Evil. Uh, Resident, yeah. Resident Evil. What are you talking yeah, that, about? That's all, that's... Wait, wait, wait. Is... Well, when did they made... make a Resident Evil movie?
0: Yeah, exactly. They made three Resident Evil movies from what I'm I'm hearing. And they have yet to make a live action <laughs> one. Yeah, animated. Those those
1: animes
4: are really those good. Those are great, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah hilarious. hilarious. Those things my... are just... Yeah, those things are garbage. I just, you know, like the first couple were okay. And that's what I'm saying, like one or two, you know what I mean? But like, if it's just the same, it's the same premise to every movie. It, it doesn't change. There's no, it doesn't morph into something different or become something different. It's, you know, when you walk in that theater, somebody's going to fall asleep or have a vision of, of death. And then from that point on, death is going to come and kill everybody in order. I mean, it's different, different ways. It's it's like yo, like I've seen it, like i and that's what I'm, and we complain all the time about them doing movies and remakes of the same movie that we just saw. You know what I mean? Um, it's 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 I'm not I can't I can't be a part of that. I'm, I'm tired of Final Destinations. I'm tired of Saw's. I'm tired of Hostels. I'm tired of of Jason movies. Uh, you know. If, there's, if there's, there's no change, it's just the same movie over and over and over again, because they know that people are going to show up and see that movie. But I, not me. You know what I mean? Not me. I'm not showing up two weeks after the movie's out and, you know, I'm not showing up on opening night. So it, it's going to be what it is. I mean, people are going to go see it. They're going to make that little it took them 50 million to do the movie. They'll probably make 80 million off the movie. You know, so be it. You know, God bless. I am not I'm not interested. I'll I'll be home. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, filing my nails that night or something. I'm just not gonna do it. I, I can't I can't I can't anymore. They are not, not even good. They're not even good. The last song was garbage. You know what I mean? It was just pure garbage. I mean they did Resident Evil, the last Resident I didn't even watch the last uh, resident. That last Evil, no, the one you should, that. You should one.
1: watch that last resident. No.
4: That he's is, gotta, gotta watch that. That is
1: you gotta you gotta wrap it up like you gotta watch that last one. That's steaming garbage. No, I can't. It's well,
0: that's fire. what I'm
4: saying. I, it's well, garbage. I mean, it's just it, becoming. They don't care no more. They don't care. It's not garbage anymore. Keeping well,
1: pile of dirty
2: <laughs> diaper. Just an indie fire. Pampers <laughs> on fire. Dirty Pampers on fire. The thing is, they're rebooting the Resident Evil movies for 2020. That's the target. That's great.
0: Of that's, that's absolutely great. I'm on board with that because yeah, those they, have to be better.
2: Well, here's the thing, Jeff. I read that they're trying. James Wan was supposed to be involved, and he wants to take it back to the original Resident and Evil Resident video Evil. game. Right. Dude,
0: that, that's I mean, what you should have made those movies Evil. about. Gosh. I mean, oh, Super Alice. I'm okay divorced. with that. Yeah, man. And James Wan, where do I throw my money? Because I'm on that movie. This, that, ugh, gosh, you that know could what? could
3: be the, one of the video game movie exceptions to the rule. You know, all video game movies suck.
4: Yeah, movies all is, of That
1: them. has a good story to it. I mean, it's like, it, it actually, more, the, it, the action was cool, but the story was awesome, always what bridged every game. And that's, that's one remake I am totally on board with and will go see. It's like, hey, here's Chris Redfield. I mean, it's like, hey, Albert Wesker, done, solo. Hey,
0: Jill, you're a master of lockpicks, aren't you? Come on. Ah. Let's make that happen. Hello. I'm I'm on board. Yeah. Okay, so another movie that I'm excited, and I'm very curious to hear what you guys think about this one. Coming to America 2 is actually going to be a reality. And we've got Arsenio, Eddie Murphy, uh, Sherry Headley, James Earl Jones, uh, John Amos, everybody's ready. And uh, Craig is Brewer, who directed Hustle & Co, who's directing it. Dude, we got a plot? I don't need a plot. I don't. I mean, it's coming to America, too. If it's like uh, 37% as funny as the first one, it'll be better than most comedies I've seen in the last uh, five years.
2: I dig that, Jeff. But what I'm afraid of is 48 Hours, too. Or Beverly Hills Cop 3. Another Beverly hours? Hills Cop 3 is what I'm afraid of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what is,
3: I'm
0: afraid
1: of. Is Eddie is Eddie writing the screenplay for this? Uh
0: Without no. It. No, he's not. Um, let me pull this back up here. But I I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. I just Craig Brewer. Lucky, oh, really? Let's see, I know you about to hate on it. It's absolutely about to hate. Yes. I understand where this is coming. And uh, I'm
3: a North Sentinel native and coming to America is a white man. Christian.
0: Kenya Kenya Barris, blackish, is going to be rewriting the script that uh, Barry Blaston and okay. David Sheffield wrote. Kenya Barris is... Wait, is, they're rewriting it? No, Kenya <laughs> Barris is rewriting the script. No, no, she's rewriting
3: what they already did well, instead of just creating something?
0: No, they've it's been true. working you on I mean? the script for a long time and uh Kenny barris is just fixing it
2: yeah it was written by two white men or something
0: right uh, i mean mm. yeah, that doesn't necessarily gonna me. be like the token black that's just it's rolling so in here
2: like yeah it's let me true. fix your stuff
0: no kenya barris writes blackish so it's not yeah, i know.
2: But I don't want to see a black story written by white people. i just, I'm, I'm not for that. And then they just
3: kind of throw in, you know, look at Roseanne and Wanda Sykes. Like, come on. Then they just throw in somebody just to be like, yeah, let me write on the show. Come on. Okay. Man. okay.
0: I mean, stop, 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 stop. David Sheffield and Barry Blossett wrote the first Coming to America with Eddie. No, they wrote the screenplay. Eddie Murphy gave the story.
2: He gave him the story. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No, they didn't write the story. I mean, we knew the story came from Eddie Murphy. It's the
0: same yeah, as, as possible for the first one.
2: Okay. Well then that gives me a little motor, he wrote it for the screen. They wrote it for the screen. The jokes came from Eddie.
0: No, so he wrote the right. he gave the story of a prince coming to America and they wrote the jokes. That's how those the screenplay works on that.
2: Well, they didn't write all the jokes. Come on, man. I'm sorry. We know crazy, Eddie, Murphy, Eddie Murphy and
1: Arsenal Hall came up with like their yeah, impromptu the jokes. But like this yeah. everybody else jokes, like
2: Maybe the John Amos jokes, like you know, set up. That's fine. That's fine. There,
0: there's some funny people who can write of all colors.
2: Jeff, <laughs> like, I'm not uh, saying that. What I'm saying is this: I don't want to see a know, I'll coming it coming from I'll a put that on now. my jacket. Come on, man. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's be real, Yeah. Now nah, I put that uh, on my jacket. Some of these families yeah. don't know how to write. Black or women. Period. Yeah. Thank you. Let's be no, honest. Totally.
0: I mean, hey, you can watch Supergirl and see that. Or not?
2: Oh, hey. Hey. hey oh.
0: I, I'm, I'm kidding, but I'm serious.
2: Okay. No, this is <laughs> yeah, kidding. Kidding, not kidding. was <laughs> terrible. am sorry. <laughs> not
3: sorry. It's terrible. Right. No, but okay. No, that, that gives me more. Back to the subject, I'm sorry, Jeff. Oh, uh, we just said <laughs> Oh, uh, Back to the subject, yeah. No, that gives me more. I was like dead set against anything that's coming out 35 years after. When did that joint come out? Five? So, 88, dude. <laughs> 88, I was eight years old, yo. Like, in the What's theater that? with my parents watching this, right? Watching this, like,
1: Wait, how are you watching coming to America with your parents?
3: Same? Because my parents, same exactly. so my parents were
1: 20 something. My
2: parents are 28. Who cares? You know, the like, first movie like, I whatever. saw in theaters, Gunner? The first movie I saw in theaters at four years old? A Nightmare on Elm Street in 1984. And <laughs> yeah, I was going by my whole movie going like.
4: I would oh, really have
2: hated your parents. Your parents, Bond
0: started hollering like, "Man, he's parents!"
2: Why do you me. think I am the dumpster fire I am today? Because my first <laughs> movie is Nightmare on like, Elm
3: Street. I was Return of the Jedi.
2: Damn.
3: E.T. E.T. Return of the Jedi. What? Freddy Krueger. This dude went to Freddy.
2: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I had to deal with. Oh, no no! My parents made sure I
3: saw movies with black folks in it because they were like, "Well, we're raising you out here in the burbs. We got to make sure something's yeah. got to go in you." And this is the '80s, man. Ain't no real media out there like putting black folks in a good light all the time. Uh, so, yeah, not even 2019.
4: Yeah,
3: right. What?
1: <laughs> excellent, excellent representation here. No
3: doubt. Dude, I told you it was a dip, and then I was coming back up. I kept telling you that. Like, the 90s was, like, the peak, and then it just shot down, thanks to Tyler Perry, and then then it kind gotta, of built back up. Like,
2: I got to quit. Well, I'll give Tyler Perry this. You got to get through the coonery. He always has a good message somewhere in there, but you got to get through the, the the nonsense first. You know, you got to cut through the nonsense. And you can't do it. A lot of times, I can't. But, but I can't. when I'm forced to do it at, like, Thanksgiving or something like that, i am like, okay, there's a good moral there. Um, yeah, let me yeah. ask you this, Gunner, uh, Chi, everybody, Jeff, are you really up for coming to America 30, 31 years, it wouldn't be probably be out next 30, year or something, or maybe 21, something like that. years
1: later. It's
2: yeah, 30 some
1: years
2: later. He shouldn't take that long to do. He should like, was, I'm I mean, a little old. he's going
1: to be man, 32, 32 years, years after yeah. the original.
0: Are y'all yes, up for that? I am. I am 100% up for this movie because yeah. that is one of my all time favorites. And like I said, it just has to be a fraction as funny as that. And
2: I will. And why are there no funny comedies no more?
0: Because uh, Kevin Hart's cornered the market.
2: I can't just blame that on him, though. though. No, but I'm not. No, no, they, yeah. It's I mean, like, oh, Kevin
0: Hart's got this on lock. We don't need to make any more comedies.
2: I don't Remember, know. can only be one. I think it's like Nas, like I mean, No like, idea is what, original.
4: What, what, what sense? What sense is this? Well, I mean, look, you know what pisses me off, man? So 30 years thirty years waiting, like there was no Harlem Nights, right? Right. Which There should have right. been a sequel to Harlem Nights. Mm-hmm. It should have right. been a sequel to Coming to America, right? The, right. the goddamn Bad boy sequel took, what, it's twenty six, years? Six years
3: Twenty years to come
4: through, like like yo, this is ridiculous, man. And now I'm in my I'm, I'm I was I was ten. I'm in my forties now, and now coming to <laughs> the back right? Like, yo, like come on, man. Like what? what it, like it took y'all this long for a move. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I, this, that that irritates me, man. That oh, irritates God, me bro. to so know. Eight. And, man. Eddie Murphy's always, but that's the thing. Eddie Murphy's always been in the spotlight sometime or another. He's had yeah. movies the movies. He's been doing movies since since we can remember.
2: bad, yeah. is
4: so like this could have been made earlier. This could have been made earlier. We could have got this in
2: 92, 93. Um, they didn't have an idea you know I mean? back then. I, I, they didn't have an I
0: idea could, back then.
2: I'll give you that but I, can, mm. I, I feel like they won't have any better idea than no idea in 2020.
0: But maybe they can focus on Akeem's son coming to America. Maybe. you going to have
2: to. I mean, that's the only obvious thing that can possibly
0: do, right? Yeah, like, yeah.
3: And then Akeem's son's going to do the same thing. It's going to be the same plot. It's going to well, be American Star it Wars. Is, it's very
0: different that's in 2019 film. than ain't. <laughs> so it I mean, like, I'm going to hate that if that's the case. <laughs> maybe Strange will show up at the barbershop. I mean, Grace Jones. Yeah, Strange will show up
3: at the bar montage that. of all the people that he's trying to date because they're really going to recreate the exact same thing. Mark yeah. my words. Jeff's gonna see. Jeff, Jeff, till...
4: see it and tell us what it is. Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't wondering what I, I, I actually read.
3: have to wait to wait to you see. see
4: it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that lives movie files review.
0: Bam. Yep. Yo, I can't wait to see Randy Watson doing his tribute act.
3: Randy Watson was a hundred and years old then. They are gonna have the same barbers too. Is. Them bamas ain't gonna age really because they should be dead
0: balls.
1: right
0: now. No, come on, man. They're just gonna be older. Randy Watson can't have the Jerry girl. What's he gonna have now? See, I, I, man, I'm all about this movie. I'm looking forward to it. And if, and if I've enjoyed five Final Destination films, I can enjoy a second Coming to America and a Bad Boys too. See, that's your problem
3: right there. No,
0: it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like what I like.
3: That's your issue right there.
0: I won't. I won't disagree with you. Alright, everybody, we'll wrap it up on that note for this episode right here. Uh, we talked in detail about surviving R. Kelly, and I figured that was long enough to warrant a full show. So, we're going to cap this one now. And i'll probably have that survive surviving r kelly episode for you to check out in a few more days so i uh, hope you enjoyed this episode as always uh right now it's snowing here in maryland and we're about to go have a snowball fight or something like that or maybe just have some hot chocolate Anyway, hope everything is well wherever you are listening to this thank you for listening to this episode of lyle's movie files